A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in, everyone, to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, episode number 18. It is a big week. We are closing on the house tomorrow, and we are moving on Wednesday. I'm actually recording this on Monday evening, so when I record next week, I will be in a brand new place, and all the better for it, let me tell you. It's been a a long few weeks, but uh, as we know on the Life Coaching for Men podcast, we're doing our best to keep our minds in in a good space and to keep our mindset right, and so I've done a lot of self-coaching on my own these past few weeks and uh, have really grown through that, so... I'm also growing with you all. It's not just it's not just a one uh, a one person journey on the other side. It's uh it's all of us. We're all in this together, folks. So uh, continue to grow, continue to learn. But uh, thankfully, we're going to close tomorrow, and we're going to move on Thursday and or on Wednesday. And I'm really looking forward to that. I wanted to share something with you this week. I've told you all that I've been getting these emails, and and you know the reviews have been great, and the the listeners just keep going up. We we should double our listeners this month from last month, which is really exciting. Uh, had almost half as many listeners in the first uh, seven days this month as we did all of last month. So uh, the word is getting out. Uh, really appreciate that and uh, would encourage you to continue to tell people, tell your friends, and, and let uh, let folks know about uh, the podcast. Uh, really appreciate that. But got this email this week that just uh, really uh, stopped me in my tracks and just uh, so appreciative to the listeners that are out there, but this one in particular, and um, this one actually came from uh, Liverpool in the United Kingdom, and uh, I won't give the listener away, but uh, came from Liverpool, and he, he just really said, first, I've just been listening to your podcast uh, since you've started. I really enjoyed every, every single episode. Uh, for a while now, I've struggled with self-confidence and believing in myself and my own abilities. This can manifest in different ways, but in particular, I have developed a fear of getting things wrong and making mistakes. I feel I just want to please people all the time and I'm unable to do so, or I make a mistake. I become deflated and my confidence just seems to run in the other direction. This can result in me putting off dealing with certain situations as embarrassing, I feel scared to do so, I'm not frightened of physical conflict per se, It's more decision-making and the paperwork side of my job. 
He's in a, a very high-stress uh, job. But he goes on to say, However, since listening to your podcast, I feel you've given me some tools in order to cope with these situations. I particularly enjoyed the episode called The Confidence You Want, where we talked about our thoughts create our feelings that drive our actions, which produce our results. Uh, as you said this, it was a moment of sudden and great revelation for me with, with this in mind. I feel like I'm able to deal much more confidently with the task and the situations that are presented to me. I just want to say a massive thank you because not only have you helped me personally in my life, but the decisions that I make in work can save people's lives. My head doesn't feel as clouded anymore, which leads me to making better decisions. I can't tell you how much that means to me, folks. And that was just an excerpt of, of a long of a long email that uh, that this gentleman sent. And you know that's why I do this. That's why I do it every week. I try to bring value. Uh, try to bring value to the men out there uh, all across the world. And as I've said, it's uh, the, the listening audience continues to grow each week. And so I appreciate all of you who have written in, and I appreciate all of you who have liked and who continue to review uh, the podcast, particularly on um, iTunes. So thank you so much. Thank you to this email, and um, I'll be sharing more in the future. But uh, this one just really touched me this week and, and just really wanted to to highlight that and say say a thank you back uh, to to you the listeners uh, for what you bring each and every week because like I said this isn't just a one way street I certainly appreciate uh, all that you all bring to the table too so the title this week we're gonna do a, a five minute emotional makeover and some of these concepts uh, if you've listened to the podcast and if you listened to the from the beginning are gonna sound a little familiar. Uh, to you, but I wanted to I wanted to package them to where, particularly this week and in the weeks to come, when stress hits, when something comes upon you that you don't know how to control, you can look back and you can take these four steps that I'm calling the five minute emotional makeover, and you can sit down and you can go, wait a minute, I can change my emotions, I can change my thoughts. I can get things going in the right direction, even if it's not a direction that that turns out to be all perfect, right? Because our goal isn't to become happy all the time, right? Our goal is to become aware. Anyone that tells you your goal is to be happy all the time is living in la-la land because you're not going to be happy all the time. Life is 50-50, right? Half the things that, that go on in the world are, are probably negative. The other half is, are positive. A lot of things that go on in your life are negative. A lot of things that go on in your life are positive. Some weeks you're like, what do you mean 50-50? This week it's 70 negative, 30 positive. Well, other weeks it'll be 70 positive, 30 negative. So it kind of balances out to where it's 50-50. But I want you to be aware that you want to just know what is going on inside of you. So many times we just go through life day after day after day, week after week, month after month, Year after year, we don't make any changes. We don't make any decisions to, uh, to get better as, as a person, to really intentionally become the best version of the person we are. And so we just play that same movie over and over and over in our brain that's been, been playing for years. And, and here's, a, here's just a thought as we get started today that I really liked and I'd written down some time ago 
And when you think about, because really what this is, this is you helping to coach yourself, right? You're not, you're not asking someone else to coach you. You're not getting coached in a one-on-one session. You're not reaching out to a friend for this uh, five-minute makeover. You're, you're coaching yourself. You're able to do this in the confines of your own home or at your desk or in your office or in your car, wherever it may be, you're able to do that. But here's a statement that I want you to think about because I think so many people today are doing this right here, and the question is why? And that is why delegate your emotional life to someone else? Why delegate your emotional life to someone else? Why give your power away for your own emotional life to someone else? Either to delegate it to, you know, for years for your your parents and, and have them in charge of your emotional life. Or then as men, we get married and we have wives and spouses and so many times the the man allows the wife or, or wants the wife to take charge of his emotional life. And what does that do to us, guys? That just backs us in a corner and it, it makes us it makes us just have less and less uh, power for ourselves in an each and every day uh, in an each and every day experience because our wives are wonderful, right? But our wives need our support just as much as we need their support. So we can't just go and lean on them for our, our emotional health. We have to decide that we want to take charge of our emotional health. And I think for years it's been a stigma, and especially a stigma for men, to actually want to reach out for help and actually go outside themselves and say, boy, I really need help. Please help me, whether it's in a coaching situation or, or a therapy situation or uh, a pastoral situation or just a, a friend you can con- uh, confide in. Think about it, guys. How many times do you really go and have a deep, in-depth conversation with someone outside of your spouse? I'll wait. Yeah, the answer is not many, right? You just don't go have a lot of in-depth conversations because we're just historically not wired that way. And not only are we not wired that way, but the media frenzy has just played that in, into our hands in, in, a, in a negative way for years, right? We should just be able to, to, you know, strap up our bootstraps and just, you know, just move on on our, on our own. And if we get hurt, it's okay. Don't show emotion. Don't let them see you sweat, you know, no pain, no gain, all of the things that are, that are out there. And so what, what is so great for me and, and what's really helped me over the last several years is to say, you know what, that, that's just not, that's just not healthy. What's healthy is for me to help grow my own emotional uh, life and for me to become emotionally mature and for me to become an emotionally mature adult. Because so many times, uh, so many people stay in emotional childhood, which we'll talk about later on down the line, that they never really even move to emotional adulthood. You move in age from child to teen to you know, adult or even, you know, middle adult. But a lot of times that emotional health doesn't catch up and doesn't play along. And so it's so important for me. It's so important for us uh, to make sure that, you know, we're, we are growing in a way that we know is, is true. We know is helpful and that we know is sustainable long-term for our emotional health. And so As you think about a situation that maybe you're going through right now, 
I want you to think about these four steps that you can take with you this week and in the weeks to come when you when you get worked up, right? So this is for a situation where you feel instantly angry or you feel instantly jealous or you feel uh, some type of rage that comes over you or you feel like you've had an injustice done to you or you feel like uh, the world's all wrong. The world's out to get you, right? Everyone is out to get you and no one is on your side. And so that that emotion just races over you. Um, I've got a client that I'm working with right now. And, and one of the things that he he deals with and that he struggles with is when his kids are making loud noises in the same room he's in. And you might kind of laugh and you're like, oh, well, kids do that. Yeah, but when you're expecting quiet or you're expecting to be able to work you're expecting to be and when you know just be able to have your own time and when you've got a two or three year old or a three and a five year old that come in and they're just raising all kinds of cane and you can't concentrate that's that emotion that I want you to think about for some of you it's road rage right someone cuts you off instantly you get worked up for some of you it's a boss that says something negative to you instantly it goes right to shame I've done something wrong it goes right to, I'm bad, I'm not good enough. You know, it goes to when your spouse says something to you and you don't feel like you've done the right thing or you feel like you're going to get in trouble. What is that feeling? So whatever it is for you, you can think about it right now or if it comes up this week, because for most of us, we don't go through a day where something doesn't come up and trigger us. But when that trigger point comes up, I want you to go through these four steps and I want you to have a five-minute emotional makeover. So number one, become aware of what you are actually feeling. Become aware of what you're actually feeling. I want you to describe it. Describe that feeling on a piece of paper. Write it down. Stop what you're doing. Become aware of what you're feeling. Describe the feeling. And then here's what I want you to do. I want you to become a watcher of yourself. Become a watcher of your emotions. I like to talk about this little alien that comes down, right? You got this little, I have, a little, he's a little green guy with, you know, little antennas or whatever. And he kind of sits over there to the side and he just kind of looks at me when I'm getting all worked up about something. He's like, what's this human doing? You know, what is he doing? I want you to become that alien, kind of become that watcher of what you're doing. Because most of the time, right, we can't take ourselves out of our own bodies and, and look at how, for some of us, how ridiculous we're acting over something that's really insignificant. Now, there are some other things that are that are that are larger or, or more. Uh, they cause more stress, and and rightfully so. But I want you to just take the time to understand and know and watch yourself and see what you're really feeling when this emotion comes over you, and then ask yourself this question: Where do you feel it? Right? For so many of us, especially us men. We, we, are, we are so bad at naming our feelings, right? It's like when somebody asks you, how you doing? Fine. What went on today? Nothing. Well, where, you know, you go to the doctor. How do you feel? Good. Have you had any aches? No. You know, I want you to get past that, and I want you to actually, I want you to actually name where do you feel it. So to do this, again, you've got to become that watcher. So you've got to sit there and you've got to be able to sit in that emotion and write it down because your heart rate is going to be up. I guarantee it, right? Your heart rate's going to be racing. 
maybe you're, you know, you got a sensation in your wrist where your, your wrists are pulsating a little bit with your, your veins. Maybe it comes up the back of your neck. Maybe for some of you, you feel it in your chest. Uh, maybe for some, I've heard some, they, they feel it in their arms and they get worked up in their arms. For some, it's in their calves. You know, your calves get all tight. Wherever that is, I want you to take the time and I want you to name the emotion and I want you to write down where you feel it. Okay? So become aware of what you're feeling. Describe it. Become the watcher of yourself. Where do you feel it? Step number one. Number two, this is where I mentioned just a minute ago where we sometimes are not the best, gentlemen. We're just not. I want you to actually name the emotion. What is the emotion you're feeling? Is it fear? Which we typically don't like to admit. Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it jealousy? Is it anger? You know, what is that, what is that emotion that is, is riling up in you at the moment that is really causing you to have this sort of have this sort of angst at this time? What is that moment? What is that emotion? Because that's what I want you to really 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 think about name the emotion is it aggravation right is it nervousness is it embarrassment what is the emotion so become aware of what you're feeling describe it where do you feel it number two name the emotion what is the actual emotion now number three find the sentence in your brain that's causing it Find your sentence in your brain that's causing the feeling, right? Maybe there's lots of sentences. Have you ever done this? Have you ever tried to do this? So you're starting to write this down. You're writing your, your feelings down. Now you're actually, you know, where do you feel it? You're actually naming the emotion. And then when you get to the sentence part, you're like, your mind's just racing. I want you to try to filter out all of that racing piece. Try to filter out all of those external sentences that just keep coming up and I want you to come down to one sentence. Try just to find one sentence. Maybe it's something like, well, she shouldn't have done, <laughs> right? She, I can't believe he did this. I can't believe my boss sent me that text. I can't believe he cut me off in traffic. I can't believe that I didn't get that raise. I can't believe my child talked to me that way. I can't believe my wife looked at me that way. I can't believe my wife wasn't whatever it is, right? I can't believe I didn't act in a certain way. I can't believe I talked to them in a certain way. Whatever it is, one sentence. Come up with that one sentence and really dwell on it. Now, this is a time too, and, and if you all have been going through the podcast and we've talked about doing a thought download. This is really the time. You can write out a bunch of sentences if you want. If you're just sitting there and you're really going and it's, you know, you're you're riled up and you just can't calm your brain down, write down a bunch of sentences. But then go back and pick out the one. <laughs> you know, pick out the one that is just jumping off the page at you and go, that's it. That's it. That's the one that's got me riled up. He shouldn't have sent this text. He should have done this differently as my boss. She should have whatever it is, right? Know what that sentence is. And then number four, I want you to change the sentence. 
So I want you to turn the sentence around. So for most of us, when we come up with a sentence, we can always turn it around, right? We can always turn it around. Find one, find a sentence that serves you better. Instead of, he shouldn't have sent me that text with that tone, maybe the sentence is, huh, I'm curious. I wonder why he sent me this particular text. I wonder what's going on with him that he would send me a text like this. I wonder what's happened in his life that would cause him to send me this text. And even for you, really reread the text, right? Was was the text written in such a way that there was really uh, demeaning words there? Or were you making the words mean something? Because the words could have just said, I need to see you in my office in 10 minutes. And you made that mean, oh no, I'm in trouble. What did I do? So you need to also make sure that those words are just facts and actual words that, that were said. But do you see how you can just, just be curious a little bit and how that changes that? Right? How it takes that tension down just a notch. And I think a lot of times, you know, especially in, in this day and age, whether it's through email or it's through text, uh, it's through instant messaging, you know, where you don't have that consistent interaction with someone, it's so easy to interpret. It's even easier than it used to be because we go on and we let our minds run, right? We let our imaginations run places. And so what I want you to do is really, you know, pick out that sentence and then find one that serves you better change the sentence. And a great word for you to use and to think about is curious. Be curious. Curiosity. Instead of right at, why did they do this in a negative way? It's, huh, I wonder why they, I wonder what's going on. I wonder why they wrote me this text. I wonder why they asked me to do this. And then you can follow that up if you need to. But practice believing the opposite thought. Practice believing the opposite thought and make sure that it's a thought that you can believe. Don't just come up with some thought that's, you know, just way out in outer space and you're like, yeah, right. That Because you'll never believe that thought. So make it a thought that you can believe. So especially in step four here, when you're going to change the sentence, find a sentence that serves you better and practice believing that opposite thought. But make sure it's a thought that you can believe. So we've talked before about a thought ladder, right? So it may be that you can't get all the way to my boss is a great person because you've had history with your boss and your boss is a jerk, right? And according to you. And so maybe it's got to be, hey, like I said, I wonder what's going on with my boss today. The next thought may be, well, my 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 boss has been fair with me in the past. I might not always like him, but he's been fair. See how that kind of goes up a thought ladder? And then my thought, uh, an, even, an even more positive thought might be, um, well, I can learn to appreciate the perspective that my boss is coming from. And then you can kind of just go on up the rung of that ladder. And, and, and we'll continue to talk about thought ladders too. But I want you to really, really hone in on a thought that you can believe in this situation. And, and what it will do, it will, it will certainly bring the pressure down. It will bring the pressure down on you. You'll notice that. And then if you want to do a step five, I've only got four here, but for, for a step five, if you want to throw one in there, you can then notice again 
what's going on and what you're feeling and where do you feel it? Because what's going to happen when you go through and you do this exercise, the tension is going to come out of the room. The tension is going to come out of your body. You're going to notice by the end of these five minutes or six minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it takes you, I said five on the, on the, the title, but whatever the, you know, the, the amount of minutes it takes you is, is irrelevant. What you're going to notice is you are going to be much, much, much calmer. That temperature level is going to go way down and then you're going to be able to reason better. You're going to be able to think better. You're going to be able to make better decisions. You're going to be able to go into that, whatever that next thing is that you have to do with this person. And you're going to show up in a much better place than you would ever have showed up if you just go right in all worked up because of the negative emotion that you're feeling in at the very beginning. So take these five steps, uh, work on them this week. When something comes up, you can just jot the notes down, you know, become aware of, of what you're feeling and describe it. Where do you feel it? Name the emotion. Find the sentence that's causing it. Narrow that down to one. Change the sentence and find one that serves you better. And then kind of reflect and see what your body feels. So that's your work for this week, my friends. It's, uh, it's, it's good work because this is, this is where the rubber really meets the road. Because this is when, um, when you actually are in a real-life situation and you start to get worked up. These are practical steps that you can take that will actually help you, not only then, but will help you as you move on down the road to your next decision. And then when this comes up again, you can go back through and you can revisit these steps for another situation and just continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to become the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. Hope everyone has a great week. Don't forget to reach out to me if you need to. Dr. D-R, D-A-R-I-N, Wilson.com or Dr. Darren Wilson at Gmail. You can email me. I would love to connect with you this week. Uh, Continue to like and review the podcast. Can't wait to see you back here next time. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.